Well, this is it. We're going to go live. Well, hi there, viewers and listeners. Welcome to another movie review from 11.8. You can see I've got Justin Samir with me. Samir and Justin, whichever. I don't know if there's a hierarchy in this. I, I don't think so. Whether the fact that I'm on the left and it goes to Samir and then Justin, maybe we switch that up so we all get a nice little... And I'm wearing a white shirt. I'm wearing a white... I'm, so even more of a standout, isn't it? It's even more like, look at me. It should be in the middle, really. Mate. <sighs> you reckon? Sorry, yeah. I'm going to go PC on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The whole hierarchy thing. I'm confused now. Who's doing the intro? Me or someone else? Yeah. Uh, well, so. okay. I think uh, let's Justin do the intro for once. Uh, uh, okay. socialism here on 11 Okay, I'll quite happily do that if you want. Only if you want to, otherwise I'm Only quite if happy to continue. No, oh, it's fine. You, know, you put me under this pressure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can uh, I can do that. Oh, he's already fucked it. So, right. Skyfall oh, released. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you better do it, Paul. <laughs> Skyfall released at 0007am as a spoof to James Bond's code. Wow. Okay. Right. Yep. And yeah, that's your introduction, go. isn't it? No. Okay, Paul, carry on. <laughs> so, should we talk about the storyline? Yeah, do you want to do that? Yeah, can I do a brief synopsis? Go on in. Right. Okay, so, uh, so he's assigned uh, later assignment goes gravely wrong and agents around the world are exposed. MI6 is attacked, forcing M to relocate. These events cause uh, authority and position to be challenged. The new chairman of Intelligence <coughs> Security Committee... By who I quite like, Ralph Fiennes, actually. I think he's quite a good actor. Yeah, uh, so Bond and takes M to the shadows, uh, aided by Money Penny. Um, yeah, so bad people after them have to see what uh, see what they can do in it because of computer hacking. It's basically what this is all based on is cyber hacking. I see cyber. Okay. The power of cyber. So, cast. Daniel Craig. Is it? Surprise. I thought it was Roger Moore. <laughs> so, we do, what's it? Top six, isn't it? So, Daniel Craig obviously is 007. Javier mm -hmm. uh, Bardem uh, as uh, Silver. Uh, Judy Dench reappears uh, as M. Uh, worth mentioning that, Ralph Fiennes uh, plays Gareth uh, Mallory. Uh, mm -hmm. Berenice Amalu uh, as Severine. Uh, ben Wilshire, uh, Whistle, 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 reappears as Kane, and I think sort of a mention as Rory Kinnear as uh, Tanner, reoccurring character as well. Whistle appeared as Kane. I think he appeared as Q. Q, yeah. yeah. Um. Hmm. It's probably worth mentioning Naomi Harris, who plays Money Penny as well. Uh, yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah, who plays Eve, Eve she's... Money Penny. Yes, because a, she's a new quite... Money Penny, obviously, but reoccurring yeah, Money quite, Penny. Quite featured in this, isn't she? Yeah. Okay. All right. What's the, um, what's the, what was the budget on this film? Massive, probably. I can't find it. Why can't I find it? Um. So. Probably 150 million or something like that. Budget was 200 million dollars estimated. Massive. Can you imagine? Can you imagine pissing that amount of money away? 
Unbelievable. Two hours and 23 minutes of $200 million. It made a billion back, didn't it? 1.1 billion or something like that? It did. Uh, yeah, gross it did. worldwide was 1.108 billion. Oh, right. oh. Amazing. 200 fucking million. Oh, Released 11th of November at 0007-2012. And it was the 50th Bond anniversary. And it well. was, and that was alluded to in the bottle of whiskey as they were shooting the girl. Yes. Uh, he said a, a bottle of 50-year-old whiskey, which I believe is one of your favourites. Yeah, it is. And it was also, it was also alluded to in the title of this uh, movie review, is that 50 years of bondage, I called it. <laughs> Brilliant, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought bondage was quite a good uh, quite a good use of the, um, the pun, I thought, because, you know, I do feel like I've been fucking in bondage watching these movies. You're just like, oh, God's sake. Anyway... All those movies, and he doesn't wear leather once. Ah, but you're thinking about the wrong kind of bondage. See, I was being a bit highbrow, Samir, not that fucking smutty shit that you think all the time. Oh, I've got to you said <laughs> the shit he was, that he watches. <laughs> no, it's quite boring, that stuff, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so, I thought, hello, we have a comment from a show of J.W. Pepper, favourite Bond film. The really? man okay. with, man with the golden why. gun. Live yeah, why, why is it your favourite? We would love to know, yeah. so we can talk about that. Yeah, so I must. Meantime, I don't dislike it, and of course, you know the um, theme tune by Adele was the first to be Oscar nominated, Oscar won, uh, mm. etc. So yeah, that's a good point, actually, because you know I was going to mention that. Um, obviously, the opening sequence, blah blah blah. Um, Money Penny is now a field agent, which um, I thought was a bit odd, strange change of character, but yes, um, not. And it's completely unexpected. I mean, what else was he going to do with her, I guess? Um, but yes, the, the opening sequence, I quite quite like the opening sequence and the and the song. I mean, it's not the best, but it was pretty good by Adele. And I thought, well, why is it good? Why did I like that over the past part of Shite we've had? And it's because it was a fucking song, competently sung. Returning to female vocalists as well is another reason, yeah. I think. And it, it was, was a song more bond bond like than the others, I think as well. The other first I, two, I, I agree. Yeah, more orchestral kind of you know theme, and and it, it felt like an actual Bond theme as opposed to the experimental bullshit that we've had in the what five movies previous to. I, yeah, um, I thought it was all right, and you know Adele at the time when she like. Massively overweight, so everyone was like, "Oh, isn't it cute?" Yeah. Whereas now, as soon as she lost the weight, got healthy and fit again, now everyone hates her. Amazing. Yeah, might be a bit sweeping, but yeah, she's still widely loved. Isn't <laughs> no, she? fuck, fuck you, Adele. You're not fat anymore. Therefore, I can't identify with you. So go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> she has got an amazing voice, though. Has to be said. I don't really know many of her songs, to be honest. I mean, that, yeah. I heard that one and I thought, yeah, okay, it's not bad. That, um, a bit of a sort of a, a silent fan of hers, actually, to, to be fair. But why, I like why female, be silent? I like what? female vocalists, particularly really good ones. Um, no, no, but, you know, like Justin, Whitney Houston. You know, why be silent about it? Gina G, Mariah Carey. I like them. I think they're, they're great vocalists. Yeah. Fair enough. Whitney Houston. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, fine. Anyway, um, getting on to the Bond uh, side of things. Yeah, please. Yeah, I, I think um, 
I really like how they you've Istanbul, the Beck streets and stuff like that. This is probably the third or fourth time Bond the character has been to Istanbul. Uh, first of all, it was in From Russia with Love. I think he was there again in one of the Pierce Brosnan movies, The World is Not Enough. So, yeah, this was his third time there. Uh, I'm sure he's had missions in between, but not shown on screen. But there's always that reference, again, about 007 of the past. And that's what uh, is amazing with uh, this movie. I know it was the 50th anniversary and stuff like that. Um, but my favourite bit was when he sort of jumps into the train and then sort of uh, does his cuff like the way Bond should be, the cool, calm, collective Bond. And... Straight in his suit and, yeah, straight in the yeah. tie and everything. Yeah. Tie, yeah. And um, I think also when he gets shot, They've basically copied You Only Live Twice because in, up to a point where he's actually come back alive, if you really think about it, because they think he's dead. And then he appears uh, making love to some lady on the beach or having sex. I think I could probably count on one hand the amount of times I've made love. <laughs> yeah. I just... Well, oh, oh. Well, yeah. if you think about it, 007 probably has sex more than love, doesn't he? So, mm. yeah. Uh, so, that was thing. And then he's set in the dark uh, in M's office to, uh, for Queen and Country. Now, okay, I'm patriotic when it comes to Britain and England and whatever. But be honest, Woody, after having all that sort of injuries to myself, being shot by a, a bullet that really should have killed you anyway because of what it's made out of. Velocity um, as well. Yeah, exactly. And the fool would have made you disabled anyway if you did survive <laughs> because of the uh, a force you would have fallen on your back. Would you come back? Come on. I think even if you survive and you're okay, I think you would say enough's enough. I'm, I'm just living on that <laughs> island. I had to get drunk all night, blah, blah, blah. So in that sense, wow. I have to say that I'm, I'm a really patriotic uh, myself, but no. Nah, if that had happened to me, I would basically be on in that bar smoking a cigar whiskey in one hand and enjoying my retirement all that scars and uh broken yeah, bones and muscle money runs out though doesn't it so we yeah, have a response does. from sheriff jw pepper i watch it at the cinema okay so obviously decent memories there i guess excellent cinematography plays very well with all the bond tropes song villain money penny m whilst being really subversive bond fails loses the girl M story. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I suppose he's right in that respect. Thank you for the comment. But yeah, I suppose it does. It does follow a very um, back to root story, doesn't it? I suppose. Hundred and ten percent. I would agree with you there. Although, not really a particular spy mission, is it? No. Yeah. So yes, it does go back to sort of the basic original plot lines, but. Well, it's all about it's all about it's just agents' in, names man. being stolen and trying to protect their own. Yeah, but it's predominantly about protecting him in the last hour. Not only that, hmm. but it's also uh, sort of put it in our mind. We've got enemies within. This is what the story's about. Well, the thing is, you're always going to have enemies within when you're plugging in a computer that's full of viruses into your own network, aren't you? I mean, <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, 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 it's not that. Nobody, yeah. nobody in their right mind would have done that, would they? Really? Uh, no. I don't have any sandboxing then at that no. point. It was 2012 no. when it's just, just whack it straight on the, on yeah, the network. Fuck it, what could go that. wrong? 
and, and that, that was the bit. And do you know what? For me, that was the biggest plot hole of all of this, because how how did he know that he was going to be captured? How did he know that he was going to plug it in? And how did, yeah. and, and to get and how did he know M was in the courtroom to time it all so perfectly? Well, because you if you look timing, at you mentioned the timing, you're right about that. Because one of the things that did bug me about that was the timing of all the vehicles turning up and him just sort of literally he's walking towards it. The vehicle turns up. He doesn't even break his stride. Just opens the door and gets in. I think that twice that happens. And you're like, oh, yeah. well, he's just going around the block. Just keep. He's not <laughs> well, well you had it. You had it in the opening sequence. Going. You had it in the opening sequence when he was shoring up Bronson. And walked out. She pulled up in the in the in the Land Rover. How uh, does she know? Mean, how does she know he's coming yeah. out that exact moment? <laughs> Hold on. Uh, <laughs> I think you've been watching a different Bond movie because Brosnan wasn't in this one. You mean Bronson? A Bronson. Bronson that was shot at the beginning. Bronson. Yes. Well, Bronson, Bronson, whatever. Yeah, but the agent. But the agent yeah. just strolled. You know, uh, yeah. The timing was sort of all a bit too convenient. See, well. If you looked carefully, the reason why Silver had all those time and he had people within, within inside the forces, and that's why he knew the time. That was that's what they were trying to say. Oh, to I think us. you're being too accurate. And also, in terms of how did he know bombs going to chase him to have to blow? Because he's himself an ex MI six agent. Yeah, he yeah, knew he did that as a backup, did he? <laughs> well, basically, no, not the... As well as reason... being totally the wrong train that would run on that line, but anyway. It's, yeah. that's no, story. but what I'm trying to say is the reason why he knew certain things, because he was an ex-MI6, he knew how MI6 worked. That's what the point was. But yeah, I know what you're saying. It was quite stupid when he goes, this is for you. He doesn't know that's going to be on well, that from line. the yeah. very moment that he go, when Bond says, how do you know I'm, I'm on my own? And he holds up latest thing from Q-Branch. It's called a rodeo. <laughs> you know, he looks shocked. <laughs> It's no, it didn't. I feel sense. like we should put a disclaimer on this, but you know, our viewer here, there's uh, Sheriff J.W. Pepper. You know, well, we usually slate Bond movies, we don't actually, <laughs> I, mean, I do like them, but it's but they've got, yeah, to, make, uh, they've got to make a, a modicum of sense. So, if yeah. you're, yeah, if your um memories of watching this in the summer are being shattered right now, sorry about that, but that's just the way we roll here. <laughs> it's all Justin's <laughs> fault, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it was very, it was very convenient. Well, no, I, I agree, and yeah, it, I suppose it's all the sort of the slick in it stuff in movies now. Is because yeah. you don't want, you know, you don't want ten minutes of every movie taken up by people coughing and taking a shit. It, no. that would be interesting. Though. <laughs> it would be. I think it might be an interesting take on a film. It's like you know, oh, God, I'm busting for one. I need to go. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> But all the slick stuff of opening doors and getting there at the right time and stuff, of course, you know, it's all movie. But the only problem is... Oh, good. The only problem with that idea is going for a shit and a poo. If you see a really attractive uh, actress and she goes, by the way, I need a shit and... <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'll be that's back a... in a minute, lads. I need to yeah. curl one out. Well, yeah. <laughs> the, most, the most fascinating part for me of the film was the whole underground because that was all filmed in the uh, disused uh, Charing Cross tube stations. Which, if you're a fan of the secrets of the London Underground, uh, they did a whole episode on it and referred to yeah. Bond and Skyfall being filmed. And and the door that he comes out of the the, the silver doors. That is the old access down to the um, Charing Cross. And it's all staged. So where he slides down the escalator, um, obviously they have to take off the no smoking you signs to yeah, you can't stop people actually being able to do that. But that's all filmed in all the disused part of the of the underground and it's staged accordingly. So 
Temple, uh, Temple uh, Embankment. It's all the old Charing Cross before it was all reconfigured and a, and a huge disused part of the underground, which because there are many you, of, actually. Because cause... if you did uh, try to uh, slide down, why don't we say, if you misjudged that, you wouldn't be having kids, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, your bollocks would be shredded. Uh, but yeah. you, well, you'd just die. You wouldn't have yeah, to worry about having kids. You'd be dead. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think I think churning up your, your misters, I think, is at least your fucking problems going down that speed. No, you, could, you, you could slide down, but at that speed, oh, yeah, exactly. The pain would be so much, you'll probably die of a heart failure or something mm. because of pain. But if you did survive... You won't be having any kids. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So don't but try it. At because home. Um, don't try it because, kids. because it was a disused part. A lot of the extras were the same. So if you're a bit eagle-eyed uh, watching it, he passes the same people a few times um, on the escalators yeah. and getting on the trains. And yeah. it's interesting you mention that because I'm pretty sure that the same police officer got shot twice in the court scene. He yes, did. I believe he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really have anything deep and meaningful to say about this film, actually. I mean, I just kind of made a, a few rough notes. Most of it was like, here is one. Where was the opening sequence shot? And then Samir's clarified it was Turkey. And, yeah, it mentioned it was in Turkey. But until then, I had no idea. Um, taken around in the shoulder, acts like nothing happened. That was in the first opening sequence. He's taken that shot in the shoulder when yeah. he's in that digger thing on the train. Yes, and then he's up climbing around stuff like like it didn't happen. Yeah. Well, that's inaccurate as well because, of course, where he he broke the coupling on that, broke the brake line. So both those carriages would just come to a grinding halt. <laughs> so no. I love this pragmatism. I love it. It's a movie, Justin. It's a movie. I'm just saying, you know. Oh, oh. the other thing, of course, is like the you know the, the, the terrorist fellow they're chasing at the very beginning. There, yeah. he gets out of that. Um, what was it, an Audi or a BMW or something that Audi. gets launched in the... Oh, uh, an Audi A5. Yeah. And he gets out and he's got that pistol that's, you know, automatic. Machine pistol. He's got that, yeah, he's got that big double sort of... Oh, yeah, the ones with the valve. Drum, drum magazine yeah. in the butt. I mean, you know, it's, it's like this. Well, it's like that. It's yeah, like, exactly, you know, yeah. Done attached to my fucking AirPods. It's a bit... Wow, that that's a real thing, is it? That took me by surprise. Is that yeah, those, particularly uh, effective? Well, it's funny because if you look at the movie, what PPK is more accurate than all these guns when these actually spread their bullets out? I think Bond would be dead the amount of times that he's been missed or, <laughs> or in the movies. In real life, he would have been gone. I think, um, I think also one of the things is that, that I just couldn't, that I had to laugh at, that I still don't particularly understand, is that when Mate Boy goes up that elevator, mm-hmm. he has to. He goes to the window and he has to get a machine out to cut a hole in what looks like to be what a three quarter inch sheet of glass. Mm-hmm. That's pretty pretty thick. Isn't it, it was yeah. pretty yeah. thick. It so the other building over the way didn't was much 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 thinner, was it? <laughs> uh, good point. But then to, it is to a smash high... the glass and hit him in the back of the head, and not to spray the artwork in front of him with claret as well. Well, yes. I, I mean, I did think about the artwork, but then it, what rating is this film? Is it a twelve? It's a twelve A. I think. Yeah, like most bombs. Yeah. Films. So, so you just can't have, ex- like blood spray. Just to uh, explain to our American audience, the guy wasn't drinking red wine. Claret means uh, blood. Yeah, I yeah. think I seem to remember having that. Same disclaimer on one of our videos earlier on as well, because Justin kept saying claret and 
Yeah, international audience is like, what are you talking about, mate? You weren't drinking red wine. You're not a puff, is he? Yeah, his head, yeah, for those, you, yeah, his head's full of red wine. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But is it vintage? Anyway, no. Right. <laughs> so the, the, the point you're making, right? No, it, right. So let's just if we break this down briefly. Let's not go into yes. too much detail. But mm. if he stood behind that thick glass, he's got to shoot through that thick glass, which is going to take away from the bullet velocity. Then he's got to go for another sheet of glass. Well, he's, no, he's made the hole. He's made the yeah, hole. I know. I'm saying, oh, right. I'm saying yeah. if he didn't make the ah, hole. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because yeah. you're being very specific and pedantic almost about him making yes. the hole. Yeah. Right. So he's just taken out one less barrier to the bullet getting through, isn't he? So yeah. another, another he's not going to say, right, I'm just going to go back down the escalator and go into the next build. I'm going to go up again. I'm going to cut a hole and then I'm going to go back down and come back down. And then I've got two yeah, holes. As, to as, we've, as we've established <laughs> before, glass doesn't break like that. Not in a not in a massive building like that. It it doesn't shatter into a million pieces. It's no, moving. It's all laminated. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is a yeah. movie, and also it wouldn't be as effective. But if it just went pink, look pinprick, and then some geezer just went poof, it wouldn't be as effective. It? I think it would be more interesting if he had fired like an anti tank missile at it to blow the window out, <laughs> and then blown it off in the back of the head. That would be more interesting. No, there was a reason why they probably didn't do that. But can you we also mention that painting that that fellow was looking at? Yeah. Um, he looks like a, a, something from a Bond, an, a, another Bond movie. Did you just see the wonky face? The, I'm trying to find it, but I mean, I'm not going to spend too long looking for it. But if you if you happen to have the film at hand, you know, people watching and listening and stuff, go back to that particular scene and look at there's a particular shot where it's quite clearly in the, in the camera shot, and it's like. This wonky Chinese woman's face. It's bizarre. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because it's fucking so, weird. I thought it was, you know, it's, a bit... it's like that screen photograph, isn't it? You know, the it's, one with the funny. It's almost as weird as that fucking fish thing in The Living Daylights. No. What was that? Um, License to Kill. That's it, yeah. That fish thing in um, Matey Boy's Mansion. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sanchez is. Yeah, to, oh, yeah. <laughs> that thing when Bond wakes up and that, you know, that porcelain fish thing with a human face is staring at him. He's like, what? Oh, uh, yeah. That's what I thought with that Chinese woman's face on that painting. It's like, is there like some sort of odd fetish thing that they, they do with this just to throw it in there? Somebody's like, yeah, I've got here. Here's something for a laugh. Just chuck that weird looking fucking thing in there. <laughs> Don't know. But this, the, weird. This was, but you know, the, uh, where he goes. The radio at Q branch. There's one, also one floor. that islands in Chinese territories. They're going to really let the uh, Royal Air Force fly in their helicopters to that island because it's because that's where it is. And not only is that, that, is it's that a real supposed island. to be? It was, I know it's a real island. Yeah, it's yeah. Hoshima, the Hashima yeah. Island. It's actually yeah. in Japanese territory, but in this movie, it's supposed to be Chinese territory, was it? That's right. Yeah. Right. And not only that, he was in Shanghai. Mm. And then he ends up in Macau, down the other side of the country. It's basically next to Macau's next to Hong Kong, and Shanghai's on the <clears throat> west coast of uh, China. So he gets there, he gets changed, and he's there <laughs> in about 10 minutes. Come on. I mean, they got that wrong. Macau is the uh, gambling center of Asia anyway. It's meant to be the Monaco or Vegas of uh, Asia, but they should have made it a little bit more. Bill, if he was in Hong Kong... What, went to one Shanghai, floating wooden hut is equivalent to Vegas, is it? You no, that, what, what? no, that wooden hut, mate. 
there's just uh, Macau. If you look up Macau, it's the gambling center of Asia. There's loads of yeah, a floating wooden hut. Yeah, one of them. One of them. One. Oh, right. They've got loads of uh, casinos, but that's not the point. I think there's a, fa- <laughs> a thousand, a thousand Flo- miles between those two places. <laughs> a floating wooden hut. Yeah, well, it was a floating wood. He had to go on a boat to get to it, so it must have been floating. <laughs> no, I think it was on uh, what do you call it? Uh, stand, uh, stands like um, they do uh, things. The floating wooden Venice. hut. <laughs> no, because if you're floating, you'll be floating. It wasn't floating; it was like Venice, mate. But anyway, let's let's go past it. What I'm trying to say is, there's a thousand plus miles difference between Shanghai yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. and Macau. Yeah? yeah, if it was in Hong Kong, you, it'll be possible because I think there's only hundred miles between those, so you can fly between those two places, but not Shanghai and be then wet the same evening. This is where I think he had a big flaw. And then well, they go on a yacht. I do agree with you because the DB5 wasn't dirty from leaving London to get all the way to Scotland. And I've done that journey many times. And the car is filthy. So, when DB5? <laughs> not in a DB5, in a car. In a know, car. And it's filthy. Yeah. But that car was immaculate when they got there. Cleaned it yeah, many but... times, did he? Yeah, he stopped at BP uh, fuel station probably and thought, okay, yeah. So for people watching, I've actually got um, Apple Maps up here. So you can see Shanghai is up here and Macau is all the way down here. So, yeah, that's quite a distance, knowing how big China is. Oh, and the the wooden hut was made in Taiwan. Was it? No. (laughs) (laughs) The Taiwanese uh, government will be writing to Justin. Taiwanese. Taiwanese said, "Yeah, you can have a wooden hat if you're filming. There you go. Yeah, and it floats, that. so don't worry." I don't, I don't Ten think they have I don't think they have a trading agreement with uh, each other, uh, <laughs> Justin. But you never know. You never know. <laughs> I mean, you at least but, stopped in there for a cheap watch on the way past, wouldn't you? So th- this wooden hut, this floating wooden hut that we're talking about, right? Is that was the casino they went in and exchanged the red chip? Was it? Yeah. yeah. And you got the four million euros. Yeah. Yeah. And. Right, uh, that dragon eats that bl- uh, the dragon lizard or whatever. Komodo dragon. Yeah. yeah, starts eating that bloke up as well. Both of them. That that that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that did, red chip didn't bit, pick up his gun though, did he? No, he didn't. He left it there. Yeah. 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 But that red chip, that that girl behind that, that cashier, that woman, that woman cashier, where she gives him that strange look when he's got the red chip. Mm. Well, I assume she's in on it. Then she knows yeah. all the. All well, the I suspect she knows on. what that's what that that's. Like a bounty hunter, isn't it? I, she she knows what that's associated with, possibly. Either that, or she thought, "Fuck me, that's a lot of money. People ain't gonna be happy. Yeah. Why did he have to come to me? Why couldn't he gone to her next door?" Yeah, I've got. You weren't supposed to make him Mr. Bond. Oh. I think they knew they knew the face of the person they had paid off, and obviously they knew Daniel, uh, James Bond wasn't him. What? What? Even the cashier, she's in on it, is she? Yeah. She's part of the bigger crime organization. Yeah. Exactly. She's just the one that serves the fucking coffee. You're not going to tell her the details, are you? She just, she just oh, recognised the chip and knew what it symbolised. So hence... well, She recognised the chip and thought, fuck me, I've got to cough up four million here. Why do you have to come to my kiosk? Why couldn't you have gone to, gone to the bird next well, door? Let her that was the shit have earned. And it was four million euros as well. It wasn't dollars, it was euros. Get, the, the casinos don't pay commission on money lost, do they, you idiot? He's not. I don't know. Not... I don't go to casinos. <laughs> Imagine that. Casinos have become charities overnight if they pay commission on people, you know, people winning stuff. Well, they, they might do things out of the kindness of their hearts. I don't know. 
Since when was a casino kind uh, out of their heart, mate? You know, it's about winning all the time. It's not about bloody giving commission. And you I... go, to, you go to Reading to work, and you've not been to a casino. Come on, mate. Go and learn to well, lose, and then it's a ask game, for commission. Yeah. Yeah, it I'm, is. I'm with Justin on that. I, I've never been to a casino. I never want to either. Fucking waste of time and money, that. I, I've just been there, but I've not played. I, I just wanted to go and pretend to be Bond, that's all. But I was about four stones heavier than I am now. So, yeah, it didn't work out, unfortunately. I'm going to a casino with your wallet, Samir. Put it on. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't think they it's fucking thick. Here, it's like this. It's like fucking Plowman's Lunch. Here you <laughs> yeah. go. <laughs> What's in this? Train tickets and receipts. Oh. <laughs> receipts, yeah. <laughs> and, and my cashier, uh, commission uh, receipt as well, my slip. <laughs> you owe me 10,000 quid <laughs> for losing money. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a little bit of product placement, a little subtle product placement, and I could be completely yes. wrong, but I wanted to point it out anyway because I thought it was interesting. Where M is in that office in the new setup, the new MI6 setup, they've got the little uh, porcelain uh, dog, bulldog, bulldog on a desk bulldog, yeah, with yeah. Union Jack on it, right? And immediately when I saw that, I thought of Churchill's insurance <laughs> because it was a church, Churchill's bunker, right? Yes, it was a bulldog in a comedic, like sort of cartoony style. Could have been Churchill's insurance, and, and I, I thought, think... you clever wankers, you fucking got me thinking about insurance, you cunts. It wasn't, wasn't else got that, to no. do with that. It wasn't got to do with that. Because I Churchill... think it was featured before. I think it was. Wasn't it featured in the previous films? I think it, yes, it has been. But I think, I think that's think played we... a part in all of the Craig films so far. That's why she gives it to him because he hates it. Yeah. But also, don't forget, Churchill wasn't uh, had that bulldog, bulldog attitude of uh, being, you know. And people used to say his face when he did a certain face looked like uh, the bulldog, and that's why they no, related him to the British bulldog. I feel mm. Mitchell doesn't look like a bulldog. He, he all just... right, all right, Ma. Uh, well. No, but that's what uh, it was. It was about the fighting spirit that Churchill had. Well, perhaps I thought a little bit too much into it then, but you know, this is exactly what I thought of bloody Churchill's insurance, and I thought you wankers. Okay, put uh, Winston Churchill and a uh, bull, uh, bulldog. If it doesn't look like the bulldog, though, so you can't put. A it doesn't Winston now. And say, does Winston Churchill look like a bulldog? No, you don't say that. You say Winston Churchill and a bulldog because there, there was some uh, relation to both. That's why oh, it's it, about tenacity and fighting spirit. Wasn't it? Isn't it, it was also yes. isn't it also a, a great English symbol? The bulldog. Don't, yeah. don't yeah, people British have bulldog. bulldogs? Yeah, and love, love. I love my mum and bulldogs tattooed on their arms. Well, so the British British bulldog is a British breed. Yes, exactly, bulldog yeah. is a British breed. Yeah, it's a great British it's symbolism, symbolism, isn't it? And it's about tenacity and not the bulldog doesn't give up. It, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I did notice one thing though about product placement Sony laptops. Tenor was using a Sony laptop. All right. Yeah. Well. And Justin, we cannot hear you. I'll tell you about another bit of product placement. Aston Martin. <laughs> <laughs> well no. And, and Jaguar. And Jaguar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he races off with them in it, doesn't he? He does. Uh, and and an Audi and Land Rover. Oh, here's something else actually in my notes is the earpiece. Now we're in that floating wooden casino, huh. that, fro- fro- wood- that floating wooden hut. Yeah. Um, yeah. He takes the earpiece out and walks past Money Penny and drops it in the drink. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, 
especially like in today's day and age with the way that things are, we're getting taxed more and inflation and all that kind of stuff. I thought, you fucking arrogant prick. That's taxpayers' money. I've paid for that earpiece, you fucker. And you yeah. just drop it in a glass of champagne. Oh, made my blood but, boil, I did. But another thing this a movie actually does show, you know, every time Justin asks us how he's got, how come he's got so much money all the time wherever he goes, well, Skyfall, his estate already proves that he comes from a wealthy family. Uh, That's why he never runs out. Did you see the state of the house? It didn't look exactly yeah, but past, he probably No, but he never went there for years. So he I probably... I think someone needed to do some gardening, didn't they? A bit of landscaping would have got, gone amiss. I am, no, but what I'm I trying am... to say... <laughs> yeah, we get it. I want the house. It's, it's a nice. cool-looking house. Well, just, to... just the isolation. That's all I want. Yeah. I just want to be away from people. And that I can't beautiful. remember if that was a real, if that's a real house. I can't remember actually. I, I don't think it is. Uh, I don't think so. No, it's going to be a Pinewood Studios job, isn't it? Another thing that I um, also found, you know, people say it's a different universe. The Daniel Craig movies, it can't be because they showed the Bond appearance in the graveyard, Andrew Bond and his mum. Um, yeah, and, and, and the DB5. And the DB5. Well. I mean, yeah. uh, the DB5, has, if, if this is a brand new series, yeah. then I think he used it in Casino Royale, didn't he? Once. Yep. Yeah, because so, he won it, didn't he? He won it against that guy in Bahamas or something. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so that's the new relevance of that. Oh, I won this car, so therefore yeah. I keep it and use it, etc. Oh. But um, why did it have machine guns on it? Which yeah. one? The DB5. DB5. If, if it's his personal car, it's well, this, if he... exactly. I've said this before, and if you notice as well, when they when he's parked, it's the it's sort of you know it was like a little dwarf flint wall, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. And the car was sort of parked at an angle. So looking at the house, it's parked on the left at an angle. Yeah. But when he arrived and started shooting, it was parked on the right at an angle. So it was sort of parked left, poking right. Then it was right poking left. So they'd obviously flipped it again. But what an obvious mm. flip that was. And just to answer the, 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 my own question about the house. So Skyfall wasn't a real house. Uh, it yeah. was built at Pinewood. However, uh, uh, Dolnest Lodge, which sits in the same glen, uh, was owned by the generations of the Ian Fleming family and doubled as an ancestral home of the author's uh, most famous character in Skyfall. So yeah. it was built at Pinewood, but there is a house that looks a lot like it in the same glen. Yeah, Ian Fleming, uh, yeah, because their family are a famous banking family, aren't they? Fleming Bank. Yeah, Fleming Bank. That's right. Ian Fleming's mm-hmm. family. Yeah. 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 Money breeds money. Yeah. yeah. Mm. They they sold it to the Rothschilds for a few billion quid a few years ago or something like that. Uh, another right. company. But anyway, coming back. So something that occurred to me whilst watching this, um, are there any other plans for agents, you know, I mean, they send Bond out there in all these movies, but is there like um, another agent shadowing in case it all goes fucking Pete Tom? 009 normally, 009 is normally, W8 or 009 are the second and third best, so it's one of those two go, goes out if he fails. But he goes out not, not simultaneously, not kind of no. hiding and lurking in the shadows and to pick up the pistol, no. so to speak, pick up the baton. Because I've always wondered that, actually, and it occurred to me this well, morning. What was, what was Ronson, then? Well, that was, a, he, he was, that was a failed mission that he went in to go and clean up, wasn't it? Yeah. Is that but why you're asking that question? No, well, kind of, I suppose. So did he I take mean, over Ronson's mission in this, almost? Is what? Well, no, he was kind of clean up the mess, wasn't he? 
because right. the hard drive got stolen and he had right. to go and recover it. Whereas I, I suppose that the original mission, Ronson was never supposed to hand over a, a hard drive to someone. No, he was actually True. trying to be yeah, there to find out who was trying to nick the actual uh, hard drive and all this information and mm. bring that guy in. But the other guy I just, just thought that, pieces. I think that just might be an interesting, you know, an, an interesting plot in one of the future Bond movie where. Well, Bond's dead now, but you know whoever they get to play 007 no. in the next in the next movies, um, that yeah, you've got this other agent like in the background, just kind of lurking. Well, they always you know. talk about it's the Double O program, don't they? So and we know that you know Double O's other Double O's exist. So, but I, I agree with you. I think it'd be nice to sort of have a sort of a Double O party, wouldn't it? But I suppose like each Double O doesn't know another Double O. I suppose. I think. Yeah. It, I part think of the secrecy the... of it. Uh, no, so they all wander they're... around MI6 and MI5. But yeah, so them. no, they know each other, but it's just somebody that's going to, you know, sort of like pick up the slack, you know, in case like one of the agent fucks up and does something and the other one kind of steps in, so almost like, you know, almost like immediately afterwards, you know, sort of following these tracks. Well, in a bit like I've... No Time to Die. Hold on. No, don't, don't say really anything that. about. Well, I don't really the, remember that movie. The other too, 007, because he's retired. So you've got yeah, two yeah, double O's but... running around together doing doing a similar job, backing each other up. No, hmm. but we'll talk about that when we get to that movie. No, but I'm, not, really... I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, mentioning yeah, it in context of what Paul's yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. But then again, the reason why we don't see this is because double O seven always goes in when another double O agent gets killed, like Octopussy double O eight or double O nine gets killed in East Berlin or Berlin, and then um, he takes was dressed up as a clown. Country. Yeah. Who was, ju- mm. uh, was jumping out, yeah, and then mm. rolls into the ambassador's uh, house with the egg. Yeah, so it, it, it's them sort of things that... Um... Dressed up as a clown. Yeah, I've forgotten yeah. that bit. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I mean, and why would they... you get involved in the act? And why would you just get... You, you just wouldn't bother, would you? You'd just, like, sit in yeah. a crowd, like, you know, and sit oh, in I suppose the, it's the good, good cover, I suppose. It's not good cover, though, is it? Because you dance around as a... You don't know the act, does he? He's not like he's but rehearsed he, the act. I mean, you should have taken the shoes to, off before he started running away. Might have been easier. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. Sure. You know, yeah. Oh, oh, you, you idiot! Now is now is the now is the bucket of confetti you're supposed to throw over me. Who yeah. are you anyway? Why are you dressed yeah. as who are you dressed as this clown, you imposter? Don't you tell me name, Pike. You haven't <laughs> fucking rehearsed this at all. But yeah, that, that, that's what it is. Another Good thing, cover. I don't know um, if this is <laughs> accurate or not. Awful cover. Oh, I agree with. Oh, I agree with. You. <laughs> uh, it is awful, especially those massive uh, shoes. You know the floppy feet. Yeah, clown how shoes. can he run so far? Yeah, clown shoes. You know, how can he bloody run? And there it is. Anywhere? Yeah. Most of these movies are fucking clown shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Filmed After in wooden floating nuts. Okay, I was gonna. <laughs> I don't know if this is correct, but I remember actually uh, they were going to actually make this originally uh, in India, the beginning of the movie, but they couldn't get the rights or something. They wanted to go back there because they haven't been there since. Are they worried about budgets? They're probably worried about the awful fucking hack job they did with Octopussy with all the uh, the racial stereotypes. Uh, Oh, yeah. You're you're not coming back here again. No, I know what it was. It's because they didn't want to play the theme tune again with him getting off the boat. Yeah. Not only that, they don't want that white guy uh, being uh, sort of a painted clown or something. Oh, yeah, they couldn't get yeah. real Indians to do it, even though <laughs> there's like over a billion of them. No, they had to ship in <laughs> white Western blokes in blackface. Yeah, 
I still can't get over the <laughs> yeah, guy who's playing the Bond tune as he got off the boat, though. That was just ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the Snake Charmer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Snake Charmer, yeah. N- knew he had a theme tune, did he? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Just follows him around. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, yeah, ex-tennis player, that was awful as well. But anyway, coming back to th- yeah. <laughs> this... Um, coming back to this movie. Yeah. <laughs> this movie... Um, Daniel Craig does look tired already after uh, two movies. This is his third movie, and he looks yeah. like he's aged because there's been I, such big gaps. He does look I did think that. Yeah, I did think that at the very beginning. He, he just looked gaunt in the face. You know, you think, oh, age is catching up with you, mate. Yeah. I think that's one mistake they've made with the Daniel Craig era is that the gaps have been too big. Beside 2006 and 2008, but after the other movies have been about three or four years, and he has aged badly. Saying that though, he's, uh, Daniel Craig's physique, yeah, I mean, look... it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you know, I mean, I sort of yeah. looking at his physique, thinking if if he could do it at that age, I can do it too. Well, so just got to yeah. keep on working out. Got to keep. By the get, way, I think get some, get some steroids. Fifty-four years old now, born in sixty-eight. So when this was released, two thousand and twelve. He was 44. Same okay. age as me. Yeah, so it's possible to look like that. Yeah, yeah it's possible. Well, it, we're it is we're possible. all pretty much that age now. So, and look at us. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm young looking. I'm still pretty, you know. I mean, I get asked ID still all the time. What do you mean all oh. the time? I mean, people say to me, "You look like Brad Pitt." I get it. I get it all the time. All the time. I look like Brad Pitt, and I'm as young as Tom Cruise. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, yeah, anyway, when uh, when Justin comes <laughs> yeah. out of his fantasy world, forty-four at the age of forty-four, then he do, yeah. he is starting to look haggard. I do agree, but he still looks <laughs> good for it. But then, as I said, anybody who's watched the new Top Gun film already, Tom Cruise at fifty-nine doing that film still looks phenomenal. Hmm. But the thing is. There's a certain age you can play Bond as, or any of these action uh, uh, action stars. I mean, when I see uh, like Sylvester Stallone and Arnold playing, you know, uh, these action heroes, no. I mean, Daniel Craig is on the sensible thing after uh, the last one saying, enough's enough, I'm looking old. I don't want to end up like uh, Roger Moore, where you start really looking old next to the actresses you're playing against. Like when you start looking like a uh, sixty-year-old or fifty-nine or whatever you are, and you're playing against someone who's twenty-five, and you have to do a love scene, it's an awkward situation. So I agree that Daniel has done the right thing by leaving Bond when he has left Bond. Well, I think Although, it's also the fact that we've talked about before is that the, you know yeah. Bond is depicted between you know thirty-five and forty. So when you start hitting forty-five or fifty, yeah, like Roger Moore, you do start getting too old and doesn't fit anymore. Yeah, and then I you think... have to start green screening and CGIing because you can't do the stunts. That's what Roger was getting, you know, was getting frustrated Slated. with because he couldn't do it. And same with Pierce Brosnan. No, no, but uh, it's it's like anyone. Uh, I mean, time doesn't stop for any man, as they say, and age catches up with you. And unfortunately, because we live in this world where you're not allowed to talk about ageism or all that, sometimes I think Hollywood does say, "Okay, go ahead." Uh, if you're 10 years older than the character should be. But personally, it's like us dating someone who's 25. 
now at our age, would he be comfortable with that? So it's like playing Bond. I couldn't keep up with it, but sure. I know, yeah, yeah, I know you couldn't keep up. It's just because you're not physically fit enough, mate. I think myself and uh, Paul may be able to keep up with it with our bodies. Oh, no, throw, <laughs> throw yourself in my camp, mate. Yeah, <laughs> listen, mate. Listen, oh, I, I've got a face from Baywatch, a body from Crime Watch, isn't it? All right, just <laughs> let it go. All right. <laughs> um, can I? Can I date a twenty-five-year-old now? Uh, no, just do my fucking head in. No, but what I'm trying to talk about is the physical side as well. I don't think uh, it'd be uh, sort of suitable. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Though? It'd be like fucking constantly, like just selfies on Instagram. You know, oh, pre- yeah. just uh, oh. all this all the time. Yes, and, and can you believe out. what this bitch is sent to me about me on Facebook? I'm what? <sighs> Yeah. Not only that, it's the, the oh, spotty tube. What I doing little dances for TikTok videos. Yeah. Oh god! And what is it no. with the artificial eyebrows as well? And oh, the lip pumps as well. It's fierce. There, there's oh, yeah. somebody down at one uh, one of the retail outlets, you know, walking distance from where I live. That you go in there and you just go, what? <laughs> you <have to> like <laughs> because like spot club. <laughs> but because they're literally painted on. I'm pretty oh, sure man. that she shaves them off and then draws them on. It is utterly ridiculous. You ought to go down there with a, with a pair of Spock ears and just go, happy Christmas, love. <laughs> She's got those already. <laughs> <laughs> well, like no, the witch's it's... nose with a big wart on the end. There you go. No, so, but... so I Oh, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about fucking Skyfall. I'm yeah, really, what about you know... Silver? Uh, he, 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 he I suppose you should talk temp. about him. Yeah, he's yeah, kind of feeling him up. Yeah, yeah. straightening his legs and stuff. I thought, okay. You I know. felt a little bit uncomfy myself in that scene, to be honest. But I thought, whoa. Oh, I think that was. I get a little twinge in Has he got a bulge? Has he got a bulge as he gets up? The, I am. I, I think that was because he was testing his training, not because he was homosexual I, necessarily. Well, I there was a few. Was a sort of, there was a few, a few wristy moments in his character, and I thought, hello, oh, they're trying to trying to portray something here, I think. I mean, it is 2012 as well. We're sort of getting close to that, aren't we? You know, the message in all movies and stuff. Yeah. You know, so it's possible that you could have I think there was a hint more than him just testing I, his... Uh... I got that impression. There was a hint yeah. that he was uh, yeah. was leaning that way rather than just about testing him and stuff. Um, but, you know, whatever. I mean, it's an interesting Bond villain, I suppose, although I'm not entirely sure... Too much time mo- again. Well, yeah, but then that's that's talk, classic talk, movie. talk, 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 talk. Yeah, but the thing so is, the if you movie if... villains though, isn't it? That's movie yeah. villains. They got to explain everything so the audience gets it. You know, like, I already figured it out, mate. You didn't have to spend ten minutes explaining it to me. But yeah, all right, okay, for the sake of the movie. Um, yeah, I, uh, Bond, Bond villains go. It was interesting. But yeah, I'm not he... entirely sure of of the motive. You know, just he wanted to. Go to such extremes just to kill M. I think uh, because M left him. Um, well, I don't you know, know why it is. It, yeah. yeah, but I think yeah. you're right. I mean, as an ex-agent, if that happened, you wouldn't go. Oh, I'm going to find. He well, he knew what he signed up for, didn't he? I mean, yeah. yeah. Here's a contract to work at MI6. And by the way, if you get caught, uh, we'll deny all knowledge you ever existed. You fucking asshole. And there he's there crying about M leaving him behind. You know, hold up. Did you not read the contract? I think uh, in real life isn't all uh, secret service like uh, secret services like that. 
basically have that contract where if you get caught, if you're at that high level, I think they don't even acknowledge that you ever existed or even are working for them. And this That's is what I just thing. said, yeah. We'll just yeah. deny all knowledge, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so It happens in real life, own. so why would you take a revenge? You, you know the situation, as you said. Well, you know what? That's, that happens to people all the time. They just don't read the fine print, do they? Nope. Um, and was it, that island is a real island as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's Hashima no, Island. No, we did say that, yeah. Did say yeah, that. yeah, Hashima. Um, shut down in 1973, 74, I think, because mm. the, the coal ran out with the police and the coal, yeah. so they just moved everybody out. Mm. You can visit it now. It's a tourist attraction. 2009 right. it opened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go visit. I watched a documentary on, on um, abandoned buildings and stuff, and that was on mm. uh, Hashima Island was one of them. It's... Um, it's not really sinister. It's no. just the fact that had resources, doesn't have resources. See you later. But then again, so, um, with uh, the technology Japan has, they can probably build modern factories and build uh, all the new stuff they want to do that and revive the island. But I suppose they're making more money out of tourism. Right now. Well, why would you want to? I mean, the amount, the amount of investment that would take, and what is the, the only reason they went there is because of the coal deposits. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So why would you bother? I mean, what else is it? It reminds me a bit of uh, like Get Carter. You know, when they were showing Newcastle when it was really <laughs> bad in the seventies, where everything was abandoned, sort of thing. It, it sort of brings you that sense that there was a thriving community there once, and a pretty powerful economy, but with modernization and get using all the coal up. Um, this is what's happened sort of thing. It was sad to see, yeah. actually. Well, Dead. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so the two actresses, I think... Um, Naim- was it Naomi Harris? Is it uh, who plays Miss Moneypenny? Um, yes. Interesting Naomi take. Harris, yeah. uh, how they um, sort of made it into a field sort of... Um, agent and then said okay she wasn't good enough and that's why she became personal <laughs> PA to uh, oh I, I obviously missed that bit I obviously missed that bit yes okay because I did wonder why she was a field agent and um, did he shagger that was heavily no. implied but I don't know if he, he didn't but money penny no yeah. because that's the thing they always say I was we've always had a closed shave and that's what she says as well in the end and they've always had that sexual tension anyway from the start of the Bond movies yeah yeah but they've never got quite there um but I like if they did ever end Bond on all oh, they've killed him but he's going to come back one form or another I would like them to end up together and say okay we're going to retire and go on uh, golf t- uh, in the sunset uh, somewhere and enjoy the rest of their life. That would be a nice way to actually end Bond permanently if it did come to an end. It's not going to end. You know that. No. No, somebody else will come in and play Bond. Well, well that, I, I have asked but, Barbara, now, but she's that, saying no. Now that Amazon have got a, a large percentage, it's going to be rinsed and re- repeated now you thought it was bad before but fuck me it's going to be spin-off tv so just like disney plus and star wars see what mm. disney are doing with star wars it's going to be many, many penny get their own tv series um m will get their own tv series and it'll be like how they got to their It'll position. be like marvel just be spin-offs yeah, just everywhere constant yeah. constant bond they'll have their own amazon will probably have their own little side channel yeah 24-hour bond, just back-to-back 
movies and TV shows constant. Even the commercials will be about Bond merchandise, and it will just be, do you love Bond? Then sit here for 24 hours for the rest of your life every so day. So you saying to me shit. that's it, uh, after an, an, no time to die, people like me who loved Bond will say, okay, that's enough, goodbye, no more. There's going to be a lot of people that will say, okay, I'm out. After no time yeah. to die. I think we saw that in the Bond community. There's a lot of people saying, yeah. I'm out now. We're done. Do you know that's the first time I've not gone to see a Bond movie? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. A few times, just, yeah. I can't watch it. It's just when I found out he dies, I thought, bloody hell. Oh, sake. spoiler alert. No, well, people have watched it. People have yes. Yeah, there's, there's not much to say about this, is well, there? Well, there isn't. I mean, there really isn't. I mean, I must admit, when it got to the siege part in the house, I ended up looking at new houses on Zoopla. I was not watching it. Well, I, 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 think, <laughs> I think two gas canisters wouldn't blow a house that solid uh, up that much. Um, I get that the main explosion was based on a helicopter that was probably full of fuel. Uh, you know, uh, same excuse for 9-11. Um, so I get that that would cause a massive explosion, but not in the initial, as in two gas canisters. I've seen two gas canisters go up, but it doesn't cause that much. But anyway, it's a film. Um, but it was, a, it was, a was, it was good. It, when it, it did was you constant. Do that, there was constant motion in it. So, Justin, when mm. did you do that? A uh, long time ago, in, a, in a, an alternative life. Uh, uh, this is his, when he was a movie star, by the way, everyone. Uh, so, what did you get then, Smith? <laughs> <laughs> Stop you before we carry on. No, no, I just wanted to say um, one more thing about this. Um, it's the most successful uh, Bond movie at 1.1 billion. Uh, it overtook um, Thunderball, which was the most successful, uh, making a billion with inflation adjustments, etc. But even then... Um, it makes me wonder how it made 1.1 billion. It might be the 50th anniversary that helps it. Oh, and what else can I say? Yeah, that's it really on that now. Okay, I'm going to score it. And people are going to hate me for it, probably. But I'm going to give it a low five. It's just... No, it's not a low. Is it a five? <laughs> yeah, five You can't me. get a low five. It doesn't exist. <laughs> okay, then it's it... over a four, five or six. Yeah. Okay, I'll people give it already four. hate you, Samir, so don't worry about yeah, it. Four. <laughs> I'll give it four. If you draw a five, my five <laughs> is around the curvy bit of the bottom, not the top straight bit. Okay, I'm gonna give it a bit. gonna give it a four. I'll tell you why, because there there's certain things that don't So you'll give it a don't... four plus. No, four. <laughs> a four plus and a, or a five minus. I'll give it a fifty-four, mate. No, four. Four. I'll give it a four. The reason right. is is it is, is, is there's bits that it doesn't glue up properly, it doesn't stick together. There's bits where, like that policeman in the court, he's shot, he's on the floor, and then he suddenly comes out again with a gun without having any wounds and gets killed. Um, things like that. And they try to say, okay, this is a different bond in indirectly, but it isn't the different bond, it's the same bond because they show his parents' uh, graveyard and show the bloody estate. Um, yeah, and, and 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 there's, I mean, even the uh, sort of um, Silver's girlfriend. She's only in the casino scene. That's the shortest supporting Bond girl I've ever seen. She was only in about two scenes, and then she gets killed. Come on, I mean, I would like, I would have liked to sort of die sort of closer to the end, where she had a more meat in her part. 
uh, and then yeah, the scripts, some of the jokes were awful. No, I think uh, it was just the fun. usual bong quips in it, wasn't it? And standard dialogue quips. Yeah, mm. but it's also yeah. uh, adjusting his tie and bloody collar and his cuffs when he's been bloody shot. I don't think you'd be able to move your bloody arm. But it's a the, movie. I know it's a movie, mate. I know it's a movie, but that's not the point here. Uh, now they're taking a piss out of Bond. Did I'm, you forget I'm my name then for a minute? Oh. You know, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Just, <sighs> begins with, it begins with a J. Okay. Uh, age, age. <laughs> no, but what I'm trying to say, Paul and Justin, is... Uh, uh, Dude, fella, wait, uh, geezer. Like, fella. What I'm trying to say, geezer. geezer. All right, geezer. Guy on the right, bloke on the right. Yeah, with a black yeah. t-shirt. Yeah, Brad. Oi, Brad. <laughs> I could so, take some other name, but I won't. <laughs> but what I'm so, trying to say is they're taking a the piss out of Bond now. I think it's a case where there's no real mission. <laughs> is there? Come on. The, the, what, it's not like the old days where it was actually a spy mission. This is now more commercial spying movies and some private terrorist groups that they're after, or someone wants to take revenge the, on the, MI, that is the whole MI6. That is the whole base of the film, though, is that, and they constantly say it, is that the enemy is the shadow. It's not necessarily a person. It's they're the yeah, shadows, i.e., cyber. That is the new terrorism. It's not isn't nations it? anymore. Yeah, it's not nations. Exactly. Yeah, that's, it's cyber. In real life, that, that's true. But what I'm trying to say, that doesn't work well on... I don't think necessarily works well on screen. I think it's like, as I've been saying, the gravy train is going on and on and on because it's making money. There will be a point when things might change again. We might have another enemy. Would it be a nation? Would it be, I don't know, some uh, robot, AI or whatever it may be? This is what I'm trying to say. How far can you take Bond? I think this movie really has shown me they're trying to take it too far uh, where they've got these organisations in the shadow. Now, you have to ask yourself a question. How many people in the world have that sort of money where they've got billions and billions? Yeah, I know there's guys who are worth 100 billion, 200 billion, but will also have the bloody time to uh, blackmail and try to destroy head of um, secret services. This is what I'm trying to say. Fair enough. Paul, what would you give it? Six. I gave it the same. Yeah, six. Yeah. And you know the funny hmm. thing is, guys, I, I'm a big Bond fan, and I'm I'm starting to really after doing the reviews, starting to get in um, put off uh, Bond. <laughs> I'm really uh, am. Uh, I, I mean, I I, I realised to me Bond finished in the eighties. Even the I, I, I think I think you I think you finished in the eighties, mate. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I think you reached the eighties. Went, oh fuck it, can't be bothered anymore. Yeah, I'll give up. This is the decade for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I've never been into Bond. I've never really like. I don't dislike it. I, I've said it this before anyway. I don't dislike it. I, it's all right. Some of it's all right, but I have to say that. Yeah, this is just average. This average story. The, the, the plot was simpler as that um, as uh, that comment from um, the, the the viewer there earlier on in this review said. It's pretty basic. It's easy to follow. It doesn't fucking amble along. I just we, tuned out at the the Skyfall have, siege. That's what we've always part. said though is that it should just flow. Bond films, shouldn't yeah. they? They're, they're simple yeah. plot lines, and and this was a simple plot line, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but yeah, I still got bored. Mm. I think the magic's gone. 
the magic Bond movie if, has gone. If you thought there was ever magic, then yeah, I probably agree. Yeah, I think no, the I just... reason was because there were uh, really events when we were kids. Like there would be like a Christmas special or a Easter holiday because of, of the free channels we use, several four channels. Now you can watch a Bond movie twenty four seven. If they're not on TV, you can get one on streaming, whatever. It, the case is and i think not only that but also the actual uh, locations as i said before when a bond in the when it first started people couldn't go to bahamas the average person couldn't afford it 70s changed slightly but now if you us three want like want to go to the bahamas we can say yeah we'll go to the bahamas tomorrow morning for argument's sake because we can afford to have that holiday because of incomes changing that lot. So it, it's lost that sort of magic. That's what I think it is. And the amount of times it's on TV or whatever service, streaming service. Well, I mean, that, that is a possible aspect, I suppose. Um, I just think they're just generic action movies now. Mm. I think that's what it is. I mean, once you've seen an action movie, you know kind of what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much what they are now. These Bond films, they just become action movies. And I, I think you just said the right yeah. word, it's commercial. It makes yeah. money. Yeah. It's a household name. People like it. It's an excuse to get out, spend time as a family, whatever works for you. And they're fun. We all still want to be Bond. Most women want to be Bond girls. Why not uh, carry it on? It's a cash game. Well, 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 another thing, you know, you were talking about... Um... Bond has changed over time. You said Kingsman is more snobby. And that's the thing I do miss about Bond, uh, the little bit of snobbiness, snobbiness of Bond snobbery. as well. Snobbery. Yeah, I do uh, miss that because Bond is going to be snobby. Um, but then again, I might not be sounding uh, PC enough saying someone will say, oh, bloody hell, you're just one of those snobheads yourself, maybe, when I'm not. But that's what was the pill of Bond as well. Knowing his champagne, knowing his caviar or whatever else he was eating. You, you missed that. I missed that. Now you have Bond drinking uh, beers, Heineken or whatever it may be, which wouldn't happen necessarily in the old Bond movies. It would be whiskey or one of these posh drinks and he would know, he would smell it and go, oh, it's made in 1855, a mixture of this and this. And, and would look at him and um, say, you smart ass." Yeah, here. well, I remember early on in the films, we used to rip the piss out of that pretentious kind of attitude. You know? Exactly, yeah. But that was a fun bit of it. We could take a mickey out of it, but at the same time, it gave something to the character, yeah. if you understand what I'm saying. So let's um, let's see what the rest of the world thought. Um, IMDb, 7.8 rating. Rotten Tomatoes, 92% fresh out of 100. Hmm. Metacritic, 81 out of 100. So, fairly favourably reviewed. I suppose that's why it did well at the box office. Um, and I suppose that's just because it is almost a generic action movie, I suppose. So, anyone upset over M's death? Well, uh, it's, a, it's an end of an era, <clears throat> for sure. The good thing is they don't do what they normally used to do, is like get rid of the old M between, within a movie or two, sometimes or straight away, like they did with... Um, with Pierce Brosnan, he got uh, Judy Dench because the real M or C or Q or R or whatever she's called in real life was a lady uh, who was head of MI5 or MI6 in Britain. 
and you would never know what's happened to them. They'll just how they've been retired. But at least in this one, there was a story throughout the Brosnan years and um, Greg years where you realise that she said, well, she died and she sacrificed herself for the country or she admits she made mistakes and stuff like that. But then again, the guy who's replacing her as M, I think it's brilliant. I like Ralph Fiennes. Amazing actor. Yeah, he's a very good actor. Well, he's stiff up a bit British, isn't he? And that's why he fits in very well with that. Not and, he's that done, he... and the other roles he plays are very similar. Not only right. that, he was one of the favourites to actually take over as Bond before Pierce Brosnan or after Pierce Brosnan in the 90s, early 2000s. And he was one of my favourites, actually. I think it was when they were choosing Pierce Brosnan to actually play Bond, uh, him and Liam Neeson. I do uh, always get confused with him and Ranulph Fiennes, the uh, Arctic Explorer, I must admit. He's his uncle, isn't he? He's his are, uncle. Are they related? I yeah, think they, they are related, uncle. yeah. Are they? So I mean, does, are they, actually, think about it, they do look quite similar. Do you know he actually auditioned to play Bond as well? Randolph Fiennes? Yeah, he was he's a real action man in real life. I think he Well was we know this. There. I mean he's climbed Everest yeah, yeah. and all the rest of it and lost his fingers and Yeah. Yeah, blah, I think blah, blah. he actually auditioned to play Bond, but uh his acting skills weren't that great. Uh but yeah. Okay. Uh, brilliant. Yeah. Let's leave it there then, shall we? Let's wrap this up. Absolutely. Um, I've run out of things to fucking say. So there we go. Another movie review in the bag. Another Bond movie review in the bag. So thanks for watching and listening on the podcast and all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, just type 118 into a search engine and you'll find us everywhere. And that's uh, that's all I've got to say on that. And so, that's all there is to say about it. That is all there is to say about it, yeah. So if you do like what we do, then why not hit the thumbs up? And, and if you don't tell us, then we stop wasting the time. <clears throat> well, there is that as well, of course, yeah. Yeah, because let's face it. I mean, all three of us could do without being sat here on a fucking Sunday night looking at each other, can we? Yeah. No, I quite enjoy that. <laughs> 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 oh, what a chore! So, yes, yeah, yeah. Subscribe, don't subscribe, whatever. Yeah, and if you're nice really getting bored, uh, if you're really getting bored and stuff like that, then Justin did make a suggestion that we should uh, review Deep Fright, but no, I, I said no. Review what? D- Deep Fright. <laughs> Deep Fright. What? What, as an X-Files? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm still up for review Malibu Express. <laughs> there you go. Right, let's leave it there. Otherwise, we'll be here all bleeding night. So, tally ho, tally ho. Thanks for watching. See you later. See you next time. Ching, ching. <laughs>